There is a dog and she's in the closet. There is a dog and she's in the closet. There is a dog. What about Chuck's jewelry and small appliances? Oh, okay, never mind. We'll leave it. <laughs> but God already. Just a teens. Okay. Just a teens officer. That's all I said. Okay. All right. This is for real now. <laughs> three minutes. Three go. minutes in. Here we go. Five, four, three, two. Well, good morning. And welcome back to another friendly episode of Above the Fold Podcast. Yours truly, Brie Larson here, seated next to Josh Larson. I'm also here. Episode 25, everybody. Man, 25. We've been doing an episode a year. 25 years. Can you believe it? Back when we started this show, I didn't even know that it would be possible and it would have this much success. (laughs) 25 years later. I'm thinking we should throw ourselves in a 25... The year party. What are they called that? 25th anniversary party. A bentisinconiera. But speaking of years and um, celebration, we're going to talk about a particular audience group that you sometimes may find yourself marketing to. And it's a popular mark. It's a popular group of people to market to because they're pretty digitally savvy. And my oh my, do they like to chat? I'm not, I'm talking about millennials. Josh is yawning. So we're <laughs> off to a good start. <laughs> Let me tell you, here's the thing about millennials. They don't know what they're doing and they're ruining our country. More on that after the break. Yeah. Millennials are real jerks and they can take it to the garbage can is what I'm saying. I agree. Um, what What is a millennial? Let's define it. Yeah, before we call them such jerks, let's take a step back and really put the knife where our carrot is. Millennials are they're people that have been born in the years between 1980 and 2000. So that means... We've got people as young as 16 years walking around. We've got people as old as 36 years old walking around. Walking, And that's a, I mean, you're talking a wide range of people. Technically, some people could have kids and they could both be millennials. That's technically right, Josh. Now, how word would that be? It would be really word. Okay. Um... But we're going to talk about millennials today and um, maybe some of our own personal thoughts being that we are millennials and um, we'll see where we get. There's really no agenda beyond that. But first, we're going to give you five minutes of a life update. Here we go. Josh. Hey, I missed my flight to New York City. It really sucked. I was supposed to get up at 4.15. My flight left at 6.15. I woke up at 6.30 when my wife... Breeze alarm clock went off. It was weird. He said the F word about 15 times. And the S word several times. I got to the airport, tried to get a new flight, but it didn't come very quickly, so I was about 12 hours late. That's what she said. Oh, baby. Bree, next one. 
We got a piano. Oh, dink a dink a dink. So you know how we play the piano a lot for just fun? Yeah. Well, now we have a real one. A real piano? It's pretty out of tune. Oh. And so a tuner from West Music, right? Yep. Good West old music. West Music. Bringing you Shout the West. Out. Bringing you the music since the United States went West. West Music, call today. Call, well, we're out West. Um, so we're going to get it tuned. It's a half step out of tune. I noticed right away. Bree's got a pitch perfect ear. And, um, but yeah, once it's all tuned and, and ship shop shape, we're going to play, play, play. Till the rain don't stop. Hey, the next thing is we went to Las Vegas. Can you believe it? We uh, flew out there with Bree's parents. They took us out there uh, on a trip and we uh, saw Lionel Richie in concert. Lionel Richie. And everyone sat in front of Hoda Kotb. And Tyra Banks. But I didn't notice that Tyra was there. Tyra's just not that big of a, like, would you say she, she's like... She, uh, I don't know. I didn't notice her. So she's not noticeable to my eyeball. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> saw Hoda Kotb. I just want to tell you guys that she's really great in person. And you don't even have to say anything. Just get a couple solid, strong instances of eye contact with her. And you know that... She's going to be your friend for life. So, Hoda Kotb. Hoda Kotb. Lionel Richie. Hey, Las Vegas. last thing. I crashed my bike the other night. We were going for a bike ride at the Midnight Classic charity Midnight event. Classic. For Orchard Place, a mental health charity. So, I was on my Snapchat and I was recording it like an idiot. And then I fell off my bike head first. Yeah. Sc- scratched up my arm. Chain fell off the bike. All my lights fell off the bike. People yelled at us because then we were stuck in the middle of the, the trail. Yeah. I would like those people to get a haircut. Yeah. Please do get a haircut. And But I'm okay and everything else is okay. Thank you for asking. And that's five-minute update. I don't think it took five minutes, so you're welcome. Yeah. And if you want any more, you know where to find us. All right. Let's take a quick break. A little commercial here. And then we're going to talk... Millennial Talk. Hi, I'm Chuck from Chuck's Jewelry and Small Appliances. Hey, have you been looking for an old toaster or a diamond ring? Come over to Chuck's Jewelry and Small Appliances and you'll have the time of your life. Go into a prom, you go into your daughter's baptism. Come to Chuck's Jewelry and Small Appliances and we'll get you set up. Call Chuck's Jewelry and small appliances at 515-555-1212. I'm Chuck. Hey, welcome back to Above the Fold Podcast. My name is Josh. It's episode 25. We're talking about millennials today. And I'm Dustin. Hey, Dustin. I didn't know you were here. Uh, is Carlos? No, it's just me. I just decided to stop by really fast. Uh, what's new, man? Oh, nothing. I just, I'm working on getting my summer job. Oh, where'd you apply? Um, a few different places, but my top contender is to work at Lowe's and to load bags of mulch into people's trunks. It seems like a pretty good hobby. Uh, do you, uh, live with your, live with Carlos still or anyone else? Oh, uh, the thing is, is Carlos got a boyfriend until he decided that I should stop living there. Also, I haven't been able to pay the rent, so I'm gonna go live with my grandma until Carlos probably breaks up with his boyfriend. 
Okay. Is your grandma cool? My grandma is probably one of the coolest grandmas. She makes really good spaghettios and um, she doesn't really do a lot of laundry, but sometimes she'll do my laundry for me. That's pretty awesome. Like someone who does part-time laundry, but part-time spaghettios. I've always wanted one of those. It's really nice and I'm really going to enjoy it. The only thing is, is that um, I don't have a bed because my bed's in the studio apartment with Carlos. So right now I'm going to just crash on the couch. And I think that it's kind of special and kind of fun in the same way. But mostly I'm just thinking, how can I get a bed? I think that's a good plot. Hey, you want to put Brie back on? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's an impromptu meeting with Carlos. <laughs> okay. That really like takes your mouth. Yeah. Because I roll a charm. Sound like a dummy. Nene, no, I don't no. think so. We don't. We don't think <laughs> so. Hey Nene. <laughs> Nene. Uh, Luna's on the couch right now with a squeaker toy, and she's really causing a ruckus because we're not playing with her i think she makes forts on the couch while we're gone <laughs> she or at least in the middle of the night and then <laughs> she cleans up after herself and puts the pillows back in order so we don't notice um by the way did we mention that while we watch tv luna just stands and stares at us so i don't know what she's thinking but the staring is starting to freak me out it's really starting to get to me, too. I uh, was going to the bathroom the other day, and um, Luna was staring at me, and I was like, come on, I always do this. And she's like, no, why are you peeing in the living room? And I was like, I, it's not actually out of the norm that much. A lot of people do it, especially in America, if you don't have a uh, toilet accessible. And she just kept staring. And then as I was trying to wipe it off the chair... I just, I was like, okay, you got to go outside. Excellent. <laughs> okay. All right. Take <laughs> us back into millennials. <clears throat> Josh. Right. Millennials is a term coined for 16 to 36-year-olds. And uh, one place you hear a lot about millennials is in the marketing community. People want to what to millennials? <laughs> what do they want to do to them? They want to sell Let's them things. It. So bad right now. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? You can't change your age. <laughs> <laughs> but you can change the way you look. I guarantee it. So one of the big things I I hear a lot is that the generation before us is always complaining about the way we're doing things now. Oh, they're watching too much TV. Oh, they uh, don't want to go get a good paying job job and work really hard. Oh, they keep peeing in the living room when they're not supposed to. The thing about the generational blaming, though, is that it's been happening for so long, and it happens every generation. The generation before us uh, also got blamed for problems by their the generation preceding them. And would you believe it? I believe it. Do you hear a lot of that too? Yes. Well, this is going to blow your mind because I also saw on Facebook that 
the reason that we're dealing with all this stuff is because that generation screwed it up. <laughs> As your glasses slowly slide down your nose, <laughs> push it back up. <laughs> um, well, do tell Josh. On Facebook, they say this, you say? Well, just people who have opinions on Facebook. Oh. Well, let me give up my own personal okay. experience. Go ahead. So... I work at where I work I've been used as an example more than one time in a client meeting because I am a millennial so then when it's when I'm referred to as the audience group and hey Bree wouldn't you like it if the if it did that or if it said that on the website or that or that I generally nod my head you know because I want to make sure the client's happy but you know, I think the thing is, is people like to put a lot of um, generalization on the millennial category and kind of lump us all as one and the same, but we're all very diverse. I mean, if you look at how many years of age difference there is, I mean, a 36-year-old and a 16-year-old are quite the different fellow. Quite. And I think a lot of times you hear people say, well... You know, in their 30s even. I don't really do social media. I'm not really, I don't really, I'm not on the Facebook or, no, I don't really do Snapchat or whatever. And so there's just or such how, a difference. How does Facebook work? Like, get into it, you know? What are you waiting for? Get into it. <laughs> what are you waiting for? And then, you know, you've got the 16-year-olds that have had a cell phone for the last six years. So there's really nothing that they can't do because they're fully immersed in all this crazy technology. It's true. I mean, never fear if you introduce a new app or a new way of, you know, navigating to something on your phone. I don't think you're going to miss a beat with the millennial generation. And, you know, the generation that comes after that, what is that, Gen X, the children, the children, and then there's another one that probably comes after that gen y i don't know <clears throat> no gen y and millennials are the same thing oh <laughs> josh <clears throat> how here's what I, I i also find interesting okay uh folks are writing about millennials in the workplace because now you have these 16 to 36 year olds mainly the, the 26 to 36 range who are uh, dominant in the workplaces and a lot of them are starting to take on managerial roles there are a lot of CEOs who are um, that age I wouldn't say a lot but several you know n notable ones and and people are, are starting to compare how they run companies versus how uh, the old uh, older folks do from the last generation and one article in particular from the New York Times was uh, when Millennials run your workplace uh, about a company I don't remember what they did but uh, just kind of situations uh, set in place by um, the the manager of the company and what their employees were doing one employee in particular um, faked a uh, family death because he quote wanted to just uh, take some time off from work and because he wanted to chill out and he like tweeted about it or I don't know made it very publicly known that he was just hanging out 
and um, was like disciplined, but it was essentially a slap on the wrist. Um, that's not something you really hear about from the uh, people of our parents' generation, but it's uh, people are, are assuming millennials do this commonly. I don't think they do. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's just a difference in And maybe behavior. it's just like that kind of is an extreme case of the fact that millennials prefer a lot of flexibility in the workplace so they don't want to work long hours because they really value their work-life balance um they have a lot of hobbies outside of work that they need time for um you see a lot of like workplaces these days that offer a lot of free snacks and food like there's just all these free snacks and then a lot of companies have like free beer they have like a keg they have something on tap at all times. And, I mean, wouldn't that be so great to go to a place where, I don't know, happy hour rolls around and you don't have to go anywhere. You can just get a beer and go right back to your desk. Yep. Keep on working. Keep working until 7 p.m., then keep working till 10. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, these workplaces that are the dream job kind of places, like Google. I was over there one time and... They have like multiple cafeterias and they have like coffee shops on campus and like cozy hammock chairs. I don't know why I said that so weird. Hammock. Hammock. (laughs) Hammocks. People, millennials want to lay in the hammocks. Breeze just exotified these chairs because she's never experienced one. Never. Hammock chairs. Figured I'd probably get stuck. From South Asia. Yeah. But, um, but you know, company like Google, they give you all these amenities and luxuries on the job because they don't want you to go home at the end of the night. They want you to stay and work as long as you can and eat as much as you want so that you'll keep working and drink more coffee so you're not tired. So that's something to think about. Mm-hmm. They want you to freeze your eggs so you can freeze your eggs and your sperm later. I don't know if you can. I don't know why you would. <laughs> I don't know. Let's look into that. Um, but, but yeah, you know, free stuff. And, um, I mean, what millennial is going to say no to taking a nap at work? I mean, what person in their right mind would say no to taking a nap at their job? But no one. Millennial is going to think that that's their their right to do that. So how do you deal with millennials? Their GD right. Say you're a person listening to this and you're like, I think this is stupid. How do we how do we fix this? So I think a thing that's important to millennials that we haven't discussed yet is diversity. The D word. Bree, do you think diversity is important to you as a millennial? Yes. <laughs> Well, I think diversity, people don't really know what it means. Well, let's define what it means. I think it uh, includes a lot of things. That's the, the meaning of the word diverse. Uh, women, people of uh, different ethnicities, um, all sorts of religious backgrounds, and, of course, uh, the uh, gender and orientation, um, LGBTQ. That's something that I don't think was a around the last generation if you look at the um the workforce of the early 2000s early 90s the 80s 
Uh, I don't know if that was such an important topic uh, as it seems to be these days. Or maybe it is because we're more tuned into um, very kind of progressive and socially conscious groups. Uh, but I think that um, if you have smart, um, smart and hardworking people you're trying to hire from the millennial age group, they're not going to want to work at a workplace that dis is openly discriminating against people or treats certain people um, different than others based on their uh, sort of background or diverse um, heritage. Mm -hmm. uh, one of those big things is uh, the woman I have sitting here. Uh, women, why don't they get paid as much as men? We don't know. This has Millennials been <laughs> and women in the workplace. They uh, haven't been paid as much as men for a long time. In fact, this was a big deal even back in the uh, 70s and 80s. So there was a big push to get men and women equal pay, and it didn't go through. And I think it's just been an ongoing struggle. Um, there just happens to be a lot of talk about it right now, which I think is good. But um, whether or not that traction is happening i don't know but i i like to think that uh a place that's going to be paying women the same as men is a good place to work mm -hmm. so they care we care about making a social impact um you want to i think millennials they like to feel good about the things that they're doing uh you know and a lot of these things are generalizations also for every person but more so millennials are very targeted for their beliefs in the way that they react and act to things and apt to things um but they want to feel like they're making a difference and they want their employer to see that in them as well and recognize them for the good things that they do and and they need that recognition to kind of further keep going in their careers and because millennials can jump from job to job pretty easily so um what are you going to do about them i mean you have to pay attention to certain things that dr make you know drive them to stay where they're at um and that's that's one of them i think a big one um there's a lot of ways that the millennial generation can stay in tune with how they're making a difference in the world um, whether it's through social media um really that's it um <laughs> but but yeah that they really care about that kind of thing the real life impact of what they're doing i think is a big deal and i that basically i mean for me that goes into diversity i mean whether it's representing everybody from every piece every part of the globe that's not huge on my book but it's just you know not hiring somebody, whether they're a man or a woman or a particular race or whatever, but just hiring people that are good at what they do so that, you know, you can do cool things because millennials also really like to use their brains and make cool creative things. So I think who said that? Was it Kristen Wiig? Kristen Wiig said story? something. She said something about millennials. Well, or was it Genji Kohan? Genji Kohan, um, creator that of... That said, I wrote it in my 
blog. You can read it at briannlarson.com. Not briannboyson.com anymore. Brianne Larson. Yeah, I just had Update to. Update your address books. Yeah. Sorry if the redirect doesn't work anymore. Um, but it was, you know, you shouldn't hire someone. It was that quote exactly. I just basically paraphrased it. But Perfect. don't hire someone based on whether a man or a woman or, you know, hire them because they're funny or something. Like mm-hmm. for comedy. Comedy. Yeah. Actually. You know. You know, I think another big thing that I think about, I think another big thing that I think about, uh, here's the deal. If you are working as a 25 year old, what, at what point do you want to start making an impact? And at what point do you want to feel like you are valued at a company? I think it's right away, at least in my experience. Within a few months, you want to feel like you're part of the team, that you're doing a good thing, and that um, you don't have to put in 10 to 20 years of loyal service at a company to be treated with respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that maybe is a shift from past generations where you were expected to sit at your office job for 15 or 20 years before you got promoted to a, a maybe a, a, a private corner office and then you started, you know, getting a bunch of people under you and, you know, you essentially put in the time for years and years and years and then you build up your pension and then your retirement and then you're done. Uh, that's the way things go versus millennials, like Bree said, seem to hop from job to job a lot. Um, and they aren't, they don't feel tied down. I think places that do try to tie down people and say, oh, you'll get you'll get that you'll do what you want to do after you put in your time doesn't make a whole lot of sense anymore um i don't know why it's tough to say it's not like the entire workforce has changed in the last 20 years but i think with the you know age of internet access everywhere everyone is just so much more aware of the opportunities that are out there and you know packing lunch and going into the uh to the the office for 15 years doing the same thing and and saying oh thank you mr employer for paying me uh, is is not really the case anymore you're less loyal and it's more apparent which it should be that you know employers are uh lucky to have you and not the other way around they're searching for good talent they're searching for um people to stay and work for them and work hard and you have um lots of opportunities out there mm-hmm. that's my two cents my dad worked for 20 to 25 years at a company and then was laid off during the financial crisis of 2008 and has struggled to find jobs ever since and that i mean if you look at that sort of loyalty what, what does that get you um companies going to end up ditching their kind of older workforce at some point and you can't you know rest on your laurels you kind of have to be able to do what's best for you and um, I think that's I think a lot of people my age are seeing that as well in their relatives and friends who have been affected by that and um, are reacting accordingly so I think that's Mm -hmm. an important thing to look at Okay, Millennium Falcon, engage. We've talked to you f- about millennials for uh, upwards of 35 minutes now. Uh, 
For, what? Really? For 35 minutes? Jeez. Well, 38 mm. minus the two minutes we spent dicking around at the beginning. And then another few minutes of jibber jabber. We'll just have to keep trimming this episode so that you can keep it uh, during your lunch hour. Yeah. We're going to try to do these shorter so it's uh, both less work on us to try to get them out to you quicker and then easier for you to listen to, especially for those of you who uh, listen to the first five minutes and be like, I can't stand this. So yeah, that's our goal. Uh, we'll take another quick break. We got to bring Nini in from her second to last PP of the night. We'll be right back. On to both the phone podcast. On the next episode of Thumb Set and Grind. Hi, Monica. It's your father. Your mother and I are really looking forward to seeing you at dinner tonight. Say, why don't you bring David? It's been a while since we last saw you and your boyfriend together. How about we meet at the Whale Slump? See you at 730. Oh, shoot. I got to talk to David and see if he will come to dinner with me. Monica, my lady, how are you? Hey, David. How's it going? So good. Hey, have you ever seen that new movie yet? No, but do you want to go to dinner with me and my parents? What? I thought you'd never ask. I miss chatting the old golf green with your dad. <laughs> when are you thinking? How about tonight? Oh, but of course, my lady. Hey, big coach. So you never told me you had a boyfriend. What? I don't have a boyfriend. Why would you say that? Well, I saw you two with, I think, your parents last night at the Whalesome. Oh, David? Oh, <laughs> Lori, he's an old family friend. I mean, I've known him since grade school. We used to play baseball together. You played on the boys' baseball team? Wow. <laughs> Well, you know, sports are sports, and high school volleyball's for the women. Mm, right. Hey, can you get the girls doing drills? Let's start with setting. You got it, coach. Great practice today, coach. Even I was sweating. Well, a little bump set and grind. Never hurt anybody. Monica, hey, Monica. Is that David? Oh my god. Hey Chica, how's your head? You know, since you bumped it on my dashboard last night when we were making out. David, stop it. Not here. I'm at work. Oh, you're just wrapping up practice. Want to wrap back to my place? Nice one. No, David, I'm busy. No biggie. Well, I'll see you later on. You need any more help wrapping this up? No, I got it. Thanks, Lori. I'll see you in the morning. Watch Bump, Set, and Grind, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. on Freeform, the new ABC family. Millennials. Millennium. Millennia. Millet. There's a small couch on fire outside. Please, somebody help. That is actually an acronym for millennials. Be what you can be in the workplace. 
This has been Above the Full Podcast, episode 25, Millennials. Uh, of course, I'm Josh. And, and of course, I've been Bree. She's been Bree. Uh, Bree, you want to just wrap us up here? Wrapping up like a gift. You know, uh, it's never too early to start your Christmas shopping. And what a nice gift it would be to send your favorite friends our website address. It's www.abovethefoldpodcast.com. That's it. And you can send it to them um, in an email. And guess what? No paper needed. Christmas comes around one time a year. And that time is coming up. Um, other places you can find Above the Fold Podcast. Twitter. Pod, uh, at. <laughs> mm, you forgot. <laughs> no, I remember. Mm. At podcast underscore ATF. Yep. And uh, on Facebook. Um, we might have four fans on that. Yeah. So join it. Uh, we really haven't promoted it at all. Um, where else are we? We really know where else. We should probably get an Insta or um, a Snapchat channel. Yeah, we should. There's some crazy things that Josh and I do on our own personal Snapchats, a lot of times together. And boy, girl, girl on girl, boy on boy, whatever way floats your. We do have four it's likes on our above the. Phone. Oh, I totally guessed at that. Mm -hmm. Well. That's four more than a year ago, so we're doing good. Um, but, yeah, go ahead and uh, check us out on those things. Um, and then you can also rate our podcast on iTunes. iTunes is the lifeblood of Apple Music. And with that, um, we will say goodbye now. So goodbye now. Goodbye now. Stay above the fold.